Hi, this is Vinny DeRosa, and you're listening to me, Cousin Vinny, on the CousinVinnyNetwork.com. I'm going to be sharing with you a few topics that I know a lot about, and some, eh, not so much. Sometimes we will have guests that will make you say and think, I didn't know that. I have traveled to all 67 counties of Florida since 1968 and have lived up and down the West Coast, seen and done a lot the last 50 years. You would not even possibly believe. I won't sugarcoat my comments. I've been told that I'm not very politically correct, so get over it. Drop me a line on our Facebook page at CousinVinnyNetwork.com, or if you'd like to be a guest, give me a call at 888-738-7381. That's 888-738-7381. And please share our podcast for anybody else that you know out there that loves podcasts. Please take some time to visit our sponsors at CousinVinnyNetwork.com. Without them, this network would not be possible on the Cousin Vinny Network. taking in a lot of information on these uh, mini podcasts. Uh, we're going to try to keep them short, sweet, you know, three, four, maybe six, seven, eight minutes in length. Not much more than that. Just a lot of little nuggets and bites along the way because there's a lot of things you need to know um, that you've never heard of before, especially if you're just starting out brand new in the real estate practices or the professions. And all of these, these words, terms are applicable across all 50 states. Yeah, there's a couple of things that are different in some places versus the others. But in most cases, the words all translate into real estate. So I'm going to spend some time doing some key terms. I'm going to try to give you some examples how those words relate to uh, everyday real estate, because again, there are new vocabulary words for most people. And how do you uh, incorporate them into your daily business? And why does this matter? Well, because it's going to matter when you decide that you want to become a real estate professional and take the real estate exam. Uh, it's going to matter because you need to know, you know, a new jargon. You know, when you went to work with somebody, in a new company, they taught you all of their ins and outs of how they operated. And every one of them had a vocabulary of some sort. I don't care what profession or business it is, everyone has some kind of vocabulary or key terms. So what I will do at the beginning of a very major session is come up with key terms, uh, say them, kind of give you a, a generic definition of it, and then try to apply it to topics or of interest. So stay tuned. The first one, absentee owner. Ooh, what the heck's an absentee owner? Well, someone who doesn't live on the property, who uh, is maybe across town, across country, across the states. So that's an absentee owner. Appraisal. What's that? Well, it's a way to come up with value on your property for a loan. They want to know what's it worth to uh, lend you money. So we're going to do an appraisal. The appraiser is the professional who does the appraiser. Now, that appraiser has to be licensed in almost every single state in order to you to get a loan. So you have an appraiser and you have the appraisal. Now, this other one, I'm going to give uh, sometimes the, the short version, BPO. What the heck is a BPO? Well, that's a broker's price opinion. It's basically, eh, I think this property is worth X, but don't take it to the bank. That's all that is. Business broker, these are individuals who um, help people buy, sell businesses. There may be some real estate involved. There may be a lease involved. Or sometimes someone's just buying the business. But usually there's some real estate you know, incorporated into that particular transaction. Another name, business opportunity. What the heck's that? Again, it goes back to the business brokerage. 
where you have a business opportunity. You have an opportunity to buy maybe a franchise or a mom and pop shop. So they're all tied into real estate because one or two things are going to occur. There's either going to be a lease on property or someone's buying the property. C-A-M. What the heck? And get used to this because you're going to see a lot of these initials uh, here and also on the state exams around the country. Community Association Manager, a CAM. CAM. Now, don't get a CAM confused with a CMA. We're going to talk about the CAM. Community Association Management Managers are individuals who have been hired, who have to be licensed in most states to run associations, which is basically condos associations or apartments of some court. They have to have a license because there's a requirement for certain thresholds in different states. So you can become a community association manager and earn fees, but you got to have a license. Now, the CMA is different from the CAM. The CMA is called a comparative market analysis. What the heck's that? Well, I don't know what your house is worth. So I'm looking at your property, and I'm trying to find similar properties in your neighborhood, in your area, to compare them to. If you've got a three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage, 1,700 square feet, I'm not going to compare your house to a two-bedroom, two-bath, one-car garage, 1,400 square feet. So you're going to have things that are going to occur in that CMA to make adjustments. And we're going to talk a little bit about those as we get further into the material. Dedication. What the heck's a dedication? A dedication is where somebody says, you know what, we're building this subdivision, and we would like to dedicate some of this property to the county so that we don't have to pay taxes on it. And also, too, when they put in roads into a community, if they dedicate them to the county, then it becomes the county's responsibility to maintain them. Otherwise, the developer is. So dedication is a way to dispose of and or transfer ownership of properties used to someone else. Follow-up, pretty self-explanatory. Follow-up is one of the hardest things for real estate people and most people to do. You know, you get all swept up in doing things. Yeah, you're going to have to follow up on those leads. So follow-up. Another three-letter word, MLS, Multiple Listing Service. We've all heard of it. Uh, you see it all online. For years and years and years, MLS was totally and completely dominated by the National Association of Realtors. Now you've got Zillow and you've got all these places that you can see properties for sale. MLS was the domain of real estate agencies for their database of properties for sale. Property management. Well, again, you know, you don't have to do residential. You don't have to do a commercial real estate. You can do all kinds of things. And property management is another. And once you get your real estate license in most states, you can become a property manager and manage properties for others who don't want to be on site as a property management company. Now, within that property management company, you will have property managers who actually manage a particular property. So you have a management company that may have a portfolio of five, six, seven, ten apartment communities. And each of those communities will have a property manager. You can work with them, but you have to have a license. Real estate brokerage, and we're going to, again, like I said, when we get further down into the text and the materials, we're going to define what a real estate brokerage is and how it operates. The word realtor, uh, it just designates that you belong to the National Association of Realtors. Uh, you've met their standards and requirements and paid them a little bit of money. Rental agent. Well, a rental agent can be one or two people. You could be working for a property management company and be the rental agent on site who helps individuals rent those properties. 
Or you too, as a licensee, can be a rental agent. Someone says, you know, I just want to specialize in renting. I want to help people find rentals. So you can become a rental agent. Next one, subdivision plat map. Every single development that you drive around through or about has a plat map. What is a plat map? It just basically says, here are where all the property lines are. Here are all the lots that we have in our development. Here are where the roads, the cuts, the sewer, the water, everything goes through our subdivision. I have some personal knowledge of this, and we'll get into that as we go down. Target market. How do I explain this? If you can't hit the target, you're not going to get the bullseye. You know, you may think that, oh gosh, you know, I like those houses 6, 8, 10, 12 miles from where I live. They're really high end, expensive, really great homes. But maybe it's not in your market or target market. Again, target market has a lot of different definitions, and we'll go into it a little bit further as we get into some other materials. So I hope those were useful, those little key terms. Uh, we're going to leave it at that, and then we'll pick it up on our next episode. Thank you for listening to Cousin Vinny Network. Come back to hear more of the good, the bad, and the ugly, and be sure to share our podcast. Hey, drop me a line on our Facebook page at the Cousin Vinny Network, or if you'd like to be a guest, give me a call at 888-738-7381. That's 888-738-7381. And again, please share our podcast. And if you can, take some time to visit our sponsors at CousinVinnyNetwork.com. Without them, this network would not be possible at all.